Hey everyone, before we get into this podcast episode, I need to make a correction. This is not episode seven. As you will hear me say like 7,000 times, it is episode eight, but I'm just being real. I was not about to re-record this entire thing. So when you hear episode seven, just act like I'm saying episode eight. All right, here we go. Hello, my amazing listeners, and welcome to season three, episode seven of the Live Simply podcast. My name is Natalie Pickett, and I'm your host. Look, I want to thank you all just for uh, being patient and flexible. I know in the very beginning of this podcast season, I mentioned that while I may not be on as frequent, um, I will definitely be on as much as this season of my life allows me to. And so I just thank you for always coming back and showing up. Now, we're going to get right into our episode for today. However, I want to make sure that you have completed your action steps from episode six. Now, while I may not be on as often, I am always going to leave you um, something to do so that uh, you can spend your time wisely before while you're waiting for the next podcast episode, right? So if you have not listened to episode six yet, I strongly suggest you head on back, listen to that, complete your action steps, and then come on over and catch up um, with episode seven. But just a quick review, um, have you, these are your action steps now, have you gotten your calendar out Or if you're not a calendar person, have you made a list of all your involvements and how you spend your um, your life currently? Have you circled all the busy work you know, without a doubt, you've added to your life? Yeah, because some of us have added things to our life um, as a way of avoiding what we should be doing. And we're going to talk a bit more about that in a couple. Mm-mm-mm. Number two, have you asked God to show you the things that you may be using as busy work? that are also in your calendar or your list of things that you're involved in? Next, have you, did you write down all the things you know God has purposed you to do, but you have no time to do it because you're too busy? And you know why you're too busy? Because you didn't add all that busy work. <laughs> Number three, have you, now God has revealed these things to you or you realize like, yeah, this, this, all this stuff here is busy work. Have you repented and asked God to forgive you for not making room for him and his plan for your life? You know, he's a forgiving God and he loves you so. And finally, did you make the decision to get up and get it done and put in the work that God has purpose for you to do? Now, I hope you've done all this because this episode is going to get you even more together. But first, let's listen to our Simply Quote to Live By. I must say, I am totally loving this new segment of the podcast called Simply Quotes to Live By. Uh, And just so you know, um, if you haven't listened in lately, Simply Quotes to Live By is really about me sharing a quote so that you can use it to apply it to your life as you continue to live simply. Now, our quote for today comes from Gretchen Rubin, who is the founder of The Happiness Project. And here's her quote. Just because we're busy doesn't mean we're being productive. Working is one of the most dangerous forms of procrastination. Whew, that, there is a whole 
that's a whole nother podcast. Um, but I'm going to share the quote again and then we'll talk about it a bit. Just because we're busy doesn't mean we're being productive. Working is one of the most dangerous forms of procrastination. And, you know, this is good to me and it ties into our focus that we began last month, you know, getting up and getting things done. Um, because we want to make sure that we are focusing on not just anything, but the purposeful things, the things that God has, you know, skilled us and really gifted us to do um, to be a positive light to this world. And this entire quote is so powerful, but I really want to focus on the second part that states working is one of the most dangerous forms of procrastination. So the the researcher and the, the, the collector of information that I am, I had to really look into this whole thing of procrastination, right? And I found this article written in the Washington Post, and you can find the link to the whole uh, article in the podcast um, notes. But um, this article was written, once again, it's from the Washington Post, but it was written about procrastination. And one thing the article stated was that most psychologists see Um, that procrastination is a kind of avoidance behavior, a coping mechanism that's gone awry. It usually happens when people fear or dread or have anxiety about the important task awaiting them. You know, to get rid of that that negative feeling, people procrastinate. Uh, They open up a video game or um, Pinterest or Instagram uh, instead. You know, that makes them feel better temporarily But unfortunately, reality comes back to bite them in the end. Man, oh man, I bet if we were to sit down and reflect on the times we have procrastinated, 99.9% of the time, it was exactly for the reason that the article mentioned. But here's the thing, which ties into our current episode, once again, our current focus. You know, lots of times we involve ourselves in a whole bunch of stuff and we can title that stuff a work to avoid what we really should be doing. And and this too is procrastination. Ties right back into her quote, right? We use work as a form of procrastination. Um, You know, if we have a destined assignment, our excuse of of being on 900 committees and volunteering for 800 organizations is not going to give us a pass for our destined assignment. You know, so really ask Holy Spirit, do I use work as a form of procrastination? Am I filling up my time with things to avoid uh, what I'm supposed to be doing because I'm fearful or anxious about my true assignment? If so, congrats, because you've made the first step in making a change. You've admitted it, and now it's time to make some adjustments. Now, I'm going to stop there, but this article shares some ways to begin adjusting to that. So I, once again, I provided the link to this entire article in the podcast notes uh, so that you can read up on it and begin to work to make that change, right? Oh, now I'm thinking about man in the mirror, make that change, you know? Um, But yeah, that's our Simply Quote to Live By. Oh, and I also love how this quote totally ties into us getting things done. Uh, Remember, this month is all about eliminating the, the busy work in our lives, calling it purpose filling up our calendars with meanings and all that stuff. Um, but we're going to get into that because we are about to focus on working hard. Mm-hmm. 
And just like that, we are back. Now, I'm not sure if you remember, but episode six was titled, Girl, It's Time to Get Up and Get It Done. We're focusing on not sleeping, on what we know we should be doing. We're not going to twiddle our fingers and chill on our purpose. It's time to get up and do what you are here on this earth to do. It's time to eliminate, as we said already 3,000 times in this episode seven here to eliminate the busy work so you can have the energy and the focus to do God's work that he wants you to do here on earth, right? And believe it or not, our scripture flow that we uh, shared last episode and we're going to share again today uh, is going to help us do just that. It's going to hopefully encourage us. It's going to give us what we need. It's going to inspire us. It's going to speak to us to show us that we really can do just what we are um, called here on earth to do. So let's look at the scripture flow again. Um, It's coming from Proverbs chapter 6 verses 6 through 11 and I share the voice translation and here we go. Take a lesson from the ant, you who love leisure and ease. Observe how it works and dare to be just as wise. It has no boss, no one laying down the law or telling it what to do, yet it gathers its food through summer and takes what it needs from the harvest. How long do you plan to lounge your life away, you lazy fool? Will you ever get out of bed? You say a little sleep, a little rest, a few more minutes, a nice little nap. But soon poverty will be on top of you like a robber. Need will assault you like a well-armed warrior. Now, last episode, I focused more on uh, verses 9 and 11, really talking about, you know, chilling, sleeping on what we were supposed to do. But today, I'm going to focus on verses 6 through 8. All right, and so I'm going to read those again and then we'll get into it. Verses six through eight of Proverbs six, the voice translation says, take a lesson from the ants, you who love leisure and ease, observe how it works and dare to be just as wise. It has no boss, no one laying down the law or telling it what to do, yet it gathers its food through the summer and takes what it needs from the harvest. Now, listen, I'm not a fan of ants like that, but I love y'all so much that I endured the pictures, uh, the little videos, the close-ups, and as I researched ant characteristics, right? I just wanted to get a little more information on ants and their behaviors just to help you and help myself, right? Because the title for (laughs) this episode is, Are You Working Hard or Hardly Working? Now, Ants, obviously, are some bomb, they they are some bomb workers. They are hard workers, but at the same time, they are extremely intentional workers. So I want to look at, I want to share with you four things that the ant can show us about how to work hard instead of hardly working. And this is so important because as you move forward in fulfilling God's purpose for your life, you want to be a hard worker. And as when I say hard worker, it may actually mean it's going to mean a bit different. It's it's a different meaning than what you're you're used to hearing when it comes to working hard. But still, all right. So we're going to break it down um, using the the letters that spell the word hard to really show you how we want to really embrace and work towards what God um, is calling us to do. All right. So the first H, and we are taking this from the ant, y'all, from the little itty bitty ants. 
All right, so the first one um, is H, the letter H, and you want to be harvest-minded harvest-minded. Now, when we think of the word harvest, we think that we're, we're gathering, we're reaping, we're obtaining. Harvest is also uh, defined as winning, right? Now, look, listen, this is already good to me. These ants had one focus. You hear me? They had one plan. They had one job. They had one goal, and that was to reap. They all, all they wanted to do was to do what they had to do to accumulate what in a sense, belong to them, <laughs> what they worked hard to obtain. Now, we know the ants' purpose of collecting harvest was for, for them to have plenty to eat in the winter, right? They were doing what they had to do to make sure they had plenty to eat. Now, I'm sure I'm not the only one who loves food, but no, I'm not telling you to track, you know, to rack up a bunch of food, but it's a principle here. As you work hard, you must have a goal in mind, a purpose for what you're doing, and you must work towards that specific purpose with a mindset to accomplish, to achieve, to win. Not only that, but as you gather, as you harvest, as you're harvest-minded, you want to gather what you need in order to be successful. If the ants had not gathered food, they would not have been successful during the winter when that food was needed, right? So gather your information, gather your resources, gather your context, gather your quote-unquote crops that, that will help you be prepared and successful for the time that you will need them. Now, not only that, there's there's another side of be, of harvest here, being harvest-minded, um, that's needed as well. Know that when you put in the work, when you remain true to God's purpose for your life, you will also reap a harvest, right? You want to be harvest-minded in that uh, way as well. So harvest-minded also means you pursue things with an expectation of of reaping the reward God has for you. There's nothing wrong with that. Of course, you want to have the right heart. You better have the right heart and motive as you pursue God and his purpose for your life. But, um, you know, and we're not looking at God as a genie in the bottle. However, God is our heavenly father and he will provide and bless us because he loves us. And when he does, because he will, we want to be intentional about using our harvest uh, to bless others and so into the lives of those who have been a blessing to us. So H is harvest minded. You want to harvest, you want to collect, you want to obtain everything that's going to help you um, to reach your purpose, reach your goal. Um, and you also want to be harvest minded in the fact that you want to know that when you obtain your reward that you're going to use that um, to bless others number two is a you want to be aware and acknowledge your specific assignment aware and acknowledge your specific assignments look ants know their purpose as I said, they had one job to gather food in the summer, so they had plenty in the winter. They they weren't filling up their calendars, you know, to do anything else pretty much. They, they, they did not have a bunch of meetings with the roaches or bees or anything. <laughs> I bet you they're not filling their schedule with events that will cause them to be busy um, instead of doing what their purpose is to, to do. No, they are aware of exactly how they are to spend their time intentionally, and therefore they are intentional with how they use their time. Oh, this is so good and so important. 
You know, I mentioned ways to figure out your purpose on the last podcast. So definitely, on the last episode, so definitely check that out and ask God to reveal it to you. If you're still like not sure, ask him to reveal it to you. I, you know, that's being aware. That's knowing exactly what you're supposed to do. Now, I'm not, now, this is not to say you're going to know every step by step of the way, you know, of what to do. God will reveal that to you as needed, but you need to be aware of your, your calling, your purpose. So you know that you're going to be intentional as you move towards whatever God wants you to do. That's being aware. Now, I also want to touch on acknowledging your purpose. This right here, y'all, listen, acknowledge means um, to accept or admit the existence or truth of something, to recognize the fact or importance or quality of, to accept the validity or legitimacy of something. If God, here, listen here, listen here, y'all. If God gave it to you, accept it recognize it as important see it as legit and believe me it matters there are several reasons we may not acknowledge what god wants to do through us you know we may feel unworthy we don't think it measures up to what others are doing um it doesn't you know maybe what we're doing doesn't get enough recognition um and hey sometimes it's because we don't even like what he wants us to do but enough with all that like all that is done over with it is time to accept it acknowledge it and embrace it that's when god can truly work through you um and yeah it actually it 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 happens y'all sometimes god wants us to do something and we don't want to do it we'd rather go left when he's like no go right go right so i will incur i will encourage you to pray to god and ask god to change your heart shift your heart towards the things that he wants to do through you that is so so important there's a reason while you you may not be able to see it you know you may not be feeling it there is a reason that he is calling you to that specific thing so it's time to not only be aware of it but acknowledge it accept it embrace it know that it matters so that's our a Remember, H in working hard is being harvest-minded. A in working hard is acknowledging and accepting. That's a lie. Well, it is, but what I had was aware and acknowledge, being aware and, and acknowledging your specific assignment. But yes, that also means you're accepting it, right? Okay, now going on to R. This is probably one of my favorite ones. Now, this wasn't in the scripture, but I had to add this in since we're taking tips from ants and all, okay? Because we're taking tips from ants. A recent study, oh, R stands for, you ready? It stands for rest. I know. A recent study of ants sleep cycle found that the average worker ant takes approximately 200 I said 100, y'all, 250 naps each day with each one lasting, you know, just over a minute. That adds up to four hours and 48 minutes of sleep per day, y'all. The research also found that 80% of ant, the ant workforce was awake and active at any one time. Why so many naps? Why rest? Well, according to Forbes magazine, which the ants must have read. (laughs) This is what rest does for you. Rest is very important because it does several things for you. It heals your body, it reduces stress, it boosts your creativity, it improves productivity, it enhances decision-making. I don't think I need to say anything more. You know what, this here is why the ant is not only, not only, 
this is the reason why the ant not only has clarity into their purpose and a plan, but it's also why they can get so much done in one season. My, my, my. Yes, I will have the link to this whole article um, in the, the podcast notes. But yes, it is important to get rest. Listen, if we are harvest-minded and we are aware and acknowledge, and acknowledge what God wants us to do, it's like we have to rest because that's where he's going to bring us, you know, our creativity. He's going to bring healing to our body, to our minds. He's going to reduce the stress. He's going to boost our creativity through our rest, y'all. And it also improves our waking hours. So when we are up, we get more done, right? So yes, working hard includes rest. So get your naps in. All right. And, and get your rest at nighttime as well. Like... Yeah, ain't, they're, this whole like, you know, no sleep team, no sleep and stuff like that. Like I, you know, it's funny because my, um, my, my mentor coach, Pastor Sean Strickland always says like, yeah, there, there is no, we ain't doing that like team, no sleep. And I like totally agree. I've always been like that. Like, no, we need our rest. Like that's when we have our rest. That's when we, we work our best. And hey, how about that? I'm spitting bars y'all. All right. <laughs> Finally, we are getting to our last, uh, section on working hard which is the letter d which is driven Mm, we must be driven what is driven i'm glad you asked it's being determined to succeed we're highly energetic and motivated um you're you are moved to do what needs to be done to accomplish a specific task or duty you're a go-getter yes um as you work hard you want to have drive uh, you, you don't really need anyone to push you. Like, listen, those ants, like they said, they have no supervisor, no boss, nobody telling them what to do. They were just driven to do what they had to do. They had the energy. They was motivated. They were like, yep, we're going to get this stuff, you know, during the summer because we're going to need to have all this food to eat during the winter, right? You know what needs to be done and what you have to do to get it done. And you do it. You do it, Right. Um, and so we can definitely pick that up, you know, from the ants. They did what they had to do to fulfill their assignment. And when we work hard, we want to be driven and we want to do the same thing. You know, it's really time to, to be like super duper driven with what we're purposed to do. You know, we have about two more months left in 2022 about, yeah, a little less, you know, but we still have so much time to get it done if we work hard instead of hardly working you know but in order to do that we have to be just like the ant you me we we have to work hard and what is working hard again it's being one harvest minded two being aware and acknowledge our assignment three getting in the rest and four we got to be driven this was just so awesome saucy right yes yes so once again, guys, thank you so much for um, tuning in. Action steps until we meet again. Um, I'm going to say that I really want you to apply working hard. Apply, you know, being harvest-minded, being aware and acknowledging, getting your rest in and driven, right? Um, and all of this can be done with the help of Holy Spirit. That's a, that's a wonderful part again. Like, when you work hard, you don't do it alone. You're not alone in this. Holy Spirit is going to lead and guide you. And he's going to also put people um, in your space, in your 
connection space, as you may say, to, to really help you to get these things done. You know, so also, you know, praying and asking God to direct those people to you that are going to truly help you, that are going to support you, um, that are going to pray for you, um, that are going to, you know, cheer you on. But listen, if they don't, if they don't, it doesn't matter, right? Because we are doing God's work and that's what's super duper important. So thanks so much for tuning in and listening to this here episode seven. And please share this podcast with a friend, someone who, you know, really wants to uh, live healthy from the inside out. That means taking care of their minds and their body um, and, and what's going on internally so that they can really live this life and be the light of Christ um, for this world. All right, y'all have a great, uh, wonderful day. And thanks for tuning in. Take care. Bye.